2: guys welcome to an all new so bad it's good this is your monday edition how the heck is everybody doing uh we got a great show for you today we got sophie ross back with the pop culture roundup and this was uh this was the laughter i needed today uh we recorded this gosh about six or seven hours ago and uh i had a blast and I was waiting, you know, as you usually do, to get that second wind. And it's it's not been coming lately, folks. It's not been coming. I hope you guys, I'm going to need your second wins. If you could send me all of your second wind energy this next couple of weeks, that would be incredible. How, how, was, how was the weekend? Was it good? I talked to you guys on Friday, and I was thinking, I hope you guys have a good weekend. Please tell me you did. Um, please. Listen. Let me tell you a little bit about my weekend and a little, a couple of little news stories before we get into the show. And remember, if you like this show, tell your friends, tell your fam, tell your kids. You sit your kids down. And you say, "Damn it, this is a so bad it's good household." And if you ain't gonna listen to this guy, you got to take care of this guy because I can't do it anymore. Do that. That's a good way to support. You can also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, both of those. I don't care if you vote twice. Vote twice, folks. And then uh, if you like it even more, go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. We did three, uh, three new episodes over there that you will not hear on the main feed. And the Real Housewives of New York recaps are s- exclusively over on Patreon. I just watched tonight's episode, and so hopefully that'll be up by tomorrow night. Or early Tuesday morning, uh, but I watched it in my fir- the first time, and now I got to watch it two more times before I can do the recap to really get into the heart and soul of these ladies. But I'm digging it. But it is interesting. I felt like it wasn't a filler episode, and there was a lot of great little moments. But I don't know. Also, I I wonder, we talk about this concept a lot on here, is that depending on your mood is how you receive the show. So that's why it's always good for me to watch these shows a couple of times, because when you do, you approach it a different way. And remember, Real Housewives of Orange County will be doing a recap Of last week's episode. I think that'll be out on Tuesday. And we got a special guest. We got Chef Stu, Stuart O'Keefe, back with us. We recorded that uh, on Saturday and it was a ton of fun, as it always is with Chef Stu. So look forward to that. We got a lot of great episodes this week. Uh, But uh, yeah, like it is, it's it's one of those things. This, you know, you guys know the drill at this point. It's a tough time for me. It's a tough time for a lot of us right now. And I just don't. uh, you know, it's, I'm not, I don't have the same get up and go. Uh Like I, I do this, but the other stuff it's, I'm kind of walking around like a zombie. And so it was so great. Maritza Lopez, who works with me, she, she killed, she sent me out of nowhere, just this huge list of like, just all these no, uh, news stories and just all, cause my thoughts are just all over the place right now. And it was like, just beautiful. It was just, it was like the perfect thing to uh use as an outline for Sophie today um, because, uh, yes, my mind's just in like 10 different directions right now. Um, but I love talking about this stuff. I love talking to you guys. I, I, there's no way I could not do this. So what I'm basically saying, and and you guys have been so good about it so far is, uh, you know, is that I I'm swinging wildly emotionally lately. Um, and, and thank you for bearing with me and just bear with me a little bit longer uh, we'll get through all of this together, and uh, it, it, you know because this this isn't going to stop. Like with hey, no matter how much you beg, this show is not going to stop, guys. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so uh, that was a little, a little, little, a little blurb before we start the show about where I'm at right now. Uh, I watched a lot of TV this weekend. I watched a lot, of, and I will say, you know, a lot of people will say you know, like that, that concept of comfort food, you know, if, if you need, you know, just comfort food, comfort your body, nourish your soul. And for me, that can be television, like, you know, or it can be music for you. It might be a book for you. Um, but for me, it is TV and movies. And, uh, I'll give you two examples from this weekend. And then I want to talk about real housewives of salt Lake city. The, uh, the trailer that just came out on Friday. Um, is that, uh, This is, okay, so HBO Max, right? We've been talking about this all summer. HBO Max is no longer HBO Max. They changed it to just Max. Just Max. Let's take HBO, say fuck it, with just Max. And that's fine, but now Max is also like half Discovery Plus. So you have all of the 90 Day Fiance shows over there. You got Pimple Popper. You got Investigation Discovery things. It's all over the map now. And the thing is, nobody over at Max has really... Yet it feels like nobody's working on how do we present this to our streaming app audience. So you will now, like back in the old day, which is just a couple months ago, you you'd pull up HBO Max and be like, okay, like critically acclaimed shows. You got Succession, you got Barry, uh, you got Insecure, you got uh, all of you know these great shows that win Emmys, blah blah blah. You're like, okay, I am I am in the presence of greatness which is amazing. And then you would dig around for like classic movies. It had everything. But now with Max, it has those things still. You got your successions. You got all that stuff. But then... You literally have Doctor Pimple Popper, and it's right next to Succession. It is right, so you get confused because you're like, "Wait a sec, he's." I mean, Doctor Pimple, uh, you got Doctor Pimple Popper is great. No, if, if Doctor Pimple Popper is watching, you are a very good doctor, amazing at what you do. But it is different than when I'm have a hankering for Succession. When like when I have a hankering for prestige TV. So something though then happens in my mind where then I equate dr pimple popper with succession and it does it makes there's an anger that bubbles up inside me i don't know if i'm the only person to feel this way but it does it bubbles up inside me and then i and then there is now too many shows where i am starred and i know i'm not on top of my game right now but i still know i would say 98% 98% more than the average person about pop culture period no matter how I'm feeling so then I see all of the 90-day fiancé iterations you know you got 90-day fiancé the other way 90-day fiancé classic 90-day fiancé 90-day fiancé the last resort 90-day fiancé UK 90-day fiancé the other way and then so the other way and it said new episodes and I'm like, 90 Day Fiancé, the the other way, new episodes. And in my head, I've seen all of the 90 Day Fiancé the other ways. Because I always equate 90 Day Fiancé to be on Sunday nights. And I watch it religiously. I am miserable for two hours while I watch that show every Sunday. It is one of my pastimes. I sit there, I'm glad I'm not them, but then I'm angry at them. Because 90 Day Fiancé should truly be called conversations we should have had before I came over across from America. Like the, everything could have been solved by a conversation, but no, these are the people that were like, you know what? I'll wait to tell this huge thing about my life until I get overseas. It's all like what we didn't tell the other people that we are quote unquote in love with. It, I'm miserable every Sunday, but I can't stop watching it. But I think, you know, I've done my due diligence, 90 day fiance, two hours. And then I, in my stupid head, I think like, oh, well, that show will be over until they launch any other iterations of 90 Day Fiance. Now, 90 Day Fiance UK is a little different because that was originally on Discovery Plus first. See, this is, you're probably even confused listening to this. I'm confused saying it. It's too much. It's all too much. I'm still thinking of like back in the olden days of just network and cable television where you just have like a couple shows a night on the channel. And now you have these streaming services where you could have a billion options in one night so then on friday night 90 day fiance the other way i click on it there's a whole fucking new season of 90 day fiance the other way that i had no clue about i had no clue about there's like they're five episodes in and you got it's fantastic it is fantastic Fantastic. There's this kid living in a trailer outside his like his dad's friend's house that fell in love with some girl like in the like outside of the Philippines that she makes him they both have to keep their cell phones streaming 24/7 with each other. The 23-year-old kids streaming 24/7. The guy has to take a poop, he has to bring he has to stream the the bathroom session because she gets wildly jealous. And, it, and then the girl's lying to him. No spoiler alert, but she's turning off the Wi-Fi router in the Philippines. So she, like so he'll think if he wakes up in the middle of the night, there's like a, a, a power outage. And then she'll go and party with her friends in the Philippines. She's not even following the rules that she's given to him. She He had to take this phone to the dentist's office to get a, a tooth cleaning. And the lady is like... <laughs> the ladies just like hey when's the last time you got your teeth cleaned he's just like basic questions and you would see the girl in the philippines on the other end of the phone like on streaming getting like huff, like oh i can't believe he's talking to a woman and then he's finally going over to the philippines to be with her because he loves her and then she's like do not sit next to a girl on the airplane And he has to because it's like assigned seating and he can't get out of it. And she's like, oh, you always end up sitting by a girl. And it's like, what are you talking about? And then this kid, not rich, he has been sending all his money over there, gave them $60,000 to buy a house, to build a house for them where her grandparents live with them. And then the grand, like, this is the other thing. She didn't tell him this. This is what I'm saying. Conversations you should have had before you leave for the Philippines is that the grandpa says... And this, you know, for the ancestors, that they can't do kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy when they see each other. Like, he's like, you know, it's great. We're excited to see him. But just know, don't kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy. And she did not tell him this. So then she gets to the airport. And it picks him up. And of course she wants a kissy kissy huggy huggy. And so they kissy kissy huggy huggy. Her brother's there going like shaking his head like the ancestors, the ancestors. But he says he won't reveal the secret. But she then even then doesn't tell him in that moment. We're not supposed to kissy kissy because of the ancestors in my grandpa. So then he finds out, he's like, well, I don't want to lie to your grandpa. I should tell your grandpa, but she doesn't even explain the thing about the ancestors. So it, it, guys, it is so weird. And then she's feeding him food. Like she is like feeding it. Like he's a baby and he's like, oh, you know, and he's like, she's just, she's feeding me a lot of food. And even before I'm finished with the bite, she feeds me another one because she says she's trying to fatten him up like a cuddly teddy bear. I'm t- now, this actually, to me, is Prestige TV. And I'll tell you, it is much better than the shit they are on uh, TLC on Sunday nights. The 90 Day Fiancé they have right now. What, what is that? It's before the 90 days. Too many titles. But I'm t- this 90 Day Fiancé the other way, it, it's it captured my heart on Friday night. I was like, I was obsessed with it. I was like, where did... But that's what I'm saying. This Max, they're not they should have like Hey Ryan, this is the shit you didn't see. Pay attention. We know there's a lot of us, but like pay attention to this stuff. It's just a mess. It is a mess. So that I got really into this weekend. And then, um, the other thing about comfort, like comfort food, comfort television is that you go to movies that you haven't seen in a long time, but that always gave you the best feeling as a kid. And for me, If you were on my Instagram today, you know exactly the movie I'm about to talk about. It was the movie Mannequin. It was a 1987 movie with Kim Cattrall, who later went on—you guys know from Sex and the City. She's the character that hates Sarah Jessica Parker, (laughs) but she plays uh, she plays the lead in this movie Mannequin. And then Andrew McCarthy, you know the '80s heartthrob from like Pretty in Pink and all those great '80s movies he plays the the male love interest and the concept of this movie is pretty simple it's pretty simple there's this girl at the beginning of the movie uh she's in egypt and uh the gods are upset or anyways it's not important the important thing is she comes uh back as a mannequin yeah like a mannequin and andrew mccarthy he's at the beginning of the movie he's building mannequins this is his job at first but he's like really taking his time with this mannequin and she looks like a really good looking mannequin. Like, I don't know if you were ever a kid and you fell in love with mannequins when you were like Macy's or J.C. Penney's. But I like after this movie, I was like just looking all over for mannequins. I was like, is that my Kim Cattrall? Because as a little kid, I was just I thought I thought Kim Cattrall was the prettiest woman I'd ever seen as a kid watching this movie. And I also thought it was not out of the ordinary to fall in love with a mannequin. I, the movie made it seem really possible. I just remember thinking that it was like, it was how I would imagine kids nowadays, they go see Spider-Man and they're like, this kid just got bit with a by a spider. Like, I was like, that's so dangerous for kids these days. Cause if I was that age, I would just be trying to get bit by spiders all the time. Cause let's see what happens. You know, they, it would be awesome to do the things that Spider-Man does. So the whole thing is like he builds a mannequin, but then he like gets fired from these jobs because he's he's being too artsy and taking his time and stuff. And then it's Estelle Getty, remember from Golden Girls? She is uh, what is the company? It's like Prince and Company, which is like this big department store in Philadelphia. It's this takes place in Philadelphia, believe it or not. And uh, he ends up, uh, you know, there's a you guys got to see the movie, but he ends up having to getting to work there. And James Spader is like the evil boss. And he (laughs) and there's like one of the first really like gay representation characters of Hollywood. Hollywood played by Meshach Taylor from Designing Women, if you remember him. Rest in peace, Meshach, an amazing actor. But in 1987, there wasn't as many like just flamboyantly gay characters that actually the guy was funny, played him with heart. It was, I thought, a respectable, I mean, it was it was very big, but I thought it was, it was great. It was a, I remember the kid like loving Hollywood. Um, But anyways, Andrew McCarthy, uh, you know, he's in charge of like, he's, he's playing around with some mannequins and he finds out that the mannequin he made at his first job is at this place. And then when he's like putting together some mannequin thing, the, the mannequin, the mannequin comes to life and it's Kim Cattrall. Like, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going crazy. But she's like, no, silly. Like, I know it's you. You built, like, this is amazing. You're so talented. And then what they end up doing is, like, they build these uh, really fancy mannequin windows, him and Kim Cattrall. Like, Kim Cattrall kind of does all the work. You know, he she does, like, a, the line share of the work. And he does take a lot of the credit. But that's not what the movie's about. And, you know, and then it's 1987. So I guess they didn't really have the cable we have now. So these... These, these display cases, just, they put them all back on the map. Cause the department store is like almost out of business, but these, these little glass displays with the mannequins, everybody's like, holy shit. Art, this is like Banksy arts come to our town. And like, they're just like, Oh, just the, the mall's all the, like this, it's all of a sudden the rage. And like every night they do it again and it's like I'm, we're talking like there's like a bicycle one and there's like a swimming one but then James Spader and this evil cop guy they're on they're like this guy it's all weird because the the only one that can see Kim Gutralll as a human is Andrew McCarthy. Everybody else just sees the mannequin so they think this guy's like a you know like a weirdo that's just like kissing a mannequin all the time, but he's so damn talented with these windows they don't care. They're like, do whatever you want, man, which in in it, they don't really talk about this in the movie, but it is kind of a dangerous thing. If you see, you know, even if they're like very talented and they're doing weird stuff, call them out on that. You shouldn't just let that because you don't know. Like this guy could have been legitimately crazy starts with mannequin. Where does it go? Like, you know, he could get weird. You know what I'm saying? But it's very, but as a kid. It's very romantic. There's a lot of montage sequences where they're dressing up in all the mall clothes at night and doing music videos. And it's so, so exciting. I remember as a kid, I I was Olathe, Kansas. I was captivated. I was. Oh, my God. I mean, I think about these things now. And I just want like my no wonder my dad was worried about me. Like truly just like I would. And I, I was so I was so just awestruck by this movie. And I will tell you, I'm starting the movie late Saturday night. I was like kind of down and I'd been to this football game or like two quarters of it. And that was fun. And I was like, I go in and out of moods and uh, I started and I'm like, oh, cool. And then like, I get like 15 minutes into it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if this is hitting, but then. I kind of got swept away in it again. And it was just silly, stupid fun. And it made me think of being like seven years old and like really just loving, loving something, like just, just not being able to explain it, but just wanting like, oh, it's so, like that's so cool and romantic and funny. And I didn't even have like a language for that kind of stuff, but it made me feel as a little kid. I remember being so... um so into this movie you guys i from memory wrote a movie novelization of mannequin and i wrote it on my dad's typewriter and i i remember this i re- wrote it from memory and it before you ask no i don't have it i wish i did and it kills me i wrote a movie adaptation of this and a movie adaptation of star trek uh star trek four the search for spot no star trek four uh Star Trek for the voyage home, the one with the whales. Yeah. So I, I was really big. And cause I used to love movie novelizations. Like I was so into movies, Olathe Camp, so into movies, just everything movie related was magical, but they didn't have a movie novelization that I could find for mannequins. So I wrote one and I wrote, you know, it does the characters, like, you know, the opening scene of like pulling mannequin body parts. What will be the perfect one for this, you know, Very cool. Yeah. I was knee deep in ladies, you guys. Um, but I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved rewatching it. And I posted about it today on Instagram and I didn't get to see nearly all the messages, but all the messages I did see were people that had the same experience. I mean, it was mainly women, but everybody's like, I love mannequin. I love mannequin. And that made me feel so good because it's a shared experience. These things should be shared experiences. Pop culture is shared experiences, right? It's that thing that like, Oh my God, that made you feel good too. Wasn't that so funny? I still watch that. I put that on when I'm feeling sad. Like, right. That's what it is. And then you guys, the end of the movie, the hit song by Jefferson starship. Nothing's going to stop us now. If these words runs out of lovers, we'll still have each other. Nothing's going to stop us. So the soundtrack killed and, uh, this was a number, went to the number one, the top of the charts, Billboard 100. Now, Jefferson Starship, it started off as Jefferson Airplane in 1968 in San Francisco. Grace Slick, one of the best vocalists of all time, best female vocalist of all time. But you, I mean, they were like White Rabbit, they were like psychedelic rock. So to think where Jeff, it turned into Jefferson Airplane to Je- Jefferson Airplane to Jefferson Starship. And this song was off their second album as Jefferson Starship, and it's a very different sound. If you know the song, you know exactly what I'm talking to. It's a power ballad, and they didn't write it. You know who wrote it? Diane Warren, who Diane Warren, we all like, I mean, just a hit maker, Diane Warren and Albert Hammond. And Albert Hammond is the father of Albert Hammond Jr., the guitarist of The Strokes. So I thought that was fascinating. So number one, uh, number one on the top 100, number one in Canada, number one in Australia, I believe. And it was nominated for an Academy Award for best uh, best original song from a movie in uh, on what was it the uh, 60th annual Academy Awards. It was nominated, and guess what? It didn't win. But what did win? was uh i had the time of my life from dirty dancing what a tough year but this this i went and watched the music video i tried to post the music video on instagram but there was too many rights violations which is so lame it's Like i'm just trying to like show the music video to people but the music video has the singers uh grace slick and mickey mickey thomas i think um and it's very 80s, all 80s hairs, but they're reenacting the movie. It's another thing where Grace Slick is a mannequin and the the guy singer is like, you know, comes alive and there's like interspersed with, remember music videos? I mean, first off, just honestly remember music videos, but secondly, music videos for movies and they would like cut little scenes into the movies. You'd have like Hollywood with the hose blasting away. the. It it was just, it's a ridiculous music video. And you think, Man, these guys in 1968, Grace Slick, you know, partying with the Grateful Dead and stuff like that, finds herself in 1987, like you know, five foot seven with the uh, the hair, five foot eleven because it's just very tall, and it's just a whole different scene. It's a whole different vibe, but that song is undeniably good. It's schmaltzy. It truly is a power ballad, but there's something in it. Like, duh. It is like, it's it's so white, you guys. It is so white. I will say that. But I did listen to that song like seven times today. And I thought that's just what it is, right? That's the cool thing about pop culture is that we get into these things, these little pockets of memory. It's not only the thing that we're watching, but the experience that we bring to it, where we are in our life at that moment. You know, can it make you remember where you were when you first saw that? How do you come at that now as an older man or woman? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you take it in now? Does it make you feel the same? Does it make you wistful? Does it, do you long to be back where you were when you first saw this? Or are you happy where you are now? You know, you start to, to take stock of your life. And that does sound silly when you think about a movie like Mannequin, but I would question you, is it silly? Is it? Who knows? But I will say movies, TV, music, books, those can be comfort food as well. So find what is good for you in comfort food this week. And uh, I know I'm definitely going to be doing the same all week. Okay. So Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the trailer came out for season four. Are we really at season four already? It is, uh, it, it, it was fine. It was good, right? It was good. Now let's the obvious Mary Cosby is back and Mary Cosby is obviously in a friend of capacity. And it seems like they used her just to come in and just say some crazy shit or like say something rude. And it's done with great effect. It is kind of weird because remember Mary Cosby was, not allowed. But she didn't show up for the reunion. And yes, there is a lot of horrible. Like I, I posted a meme about Mary Cosby, and it's like you know everybody's like, why do we celebrate bad people? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I we should just shut all of reality television down. I don't know. Mary Cosby is obviously in her own world and will continue to be. It does show that they were potentially worried about Salt Lake City after Jen Shaw leaving. The fact that they would entertain this, but it was a little bit of a dis- disastrous last season for me salt lake watching it and heather gay to me was just god awful by the end um so i don't know I'll, I'll wait and see but by the trailer she has a couple good jabs she makes fun of lisa Like, are you always like this you know or you know like Tony it down like no i'm always up and then you have uh so She calls Whitney's like, with your bobblehead, little girl, with your bobblehead. And then she tells Heather Gay at the very end that uh, she thinks Heather Gay looks inbred. And you know what I will say? Mary Cosby, she'll make a point or two. No, 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 I will. But I will, it is, it's not something that I thought about until Mary Cosby said it. And I will, because Heather Gay gives this look of like, huh. And I then started just looking at that. Then I was like, now I can't stop looking at Heather Gay going, I wonder what Mary's seen. It's like when Jenna Lyons on Real Housewives of New York this season said, you know, she has that uh, degenerative disorder on her skin and it made her like eyebrows and teeth fall out. And now ever since I've been like focused on her eyebrows and teeth, because once you put that into my head, I'm going to be looking at it. And there's like, she's obviously a beautiful woman. Um, but I just thought, man that Mary Mary just that's a real that's a that's a sick burn um but it's Mary Cosby it's Mary Cosby like we'll see how this all works out it it, it's I the trailer looked great the trailer did what it was supposed to do it looked good but if you really dissect the trailer a little bit more there's some things I'm concerned about and we're grown adults we can speak about this as a family I did see multiple scenes with different costumes I saw one where all the girls were in bonnets Saw another one where they're all in pirate gear. And I was like, wait a second, is this Summer House? Always be wary when we hit the costuming way too hard. You know? Like it always is like it always makes me scared of like, not enough shit's going on. We should do a pirate theme night. Ahoy, matey. Like that that made me nervous because it all was pieced together. You know, you got you got uh Meredith, like, what's going on, Chef? It's me, and Meredith. And then uh, Lisa Lisa's there and I guess her son Jack Is going on a Mormon mission Which Mormon missions, missions are intense They're like two years And then you have Heather Gay Saying like, well, you know, she has problems with the church, which is wild all of a sudden, because last season Whitney was like, I am getting out of the Mormon church on the registry and Heather Gay wouldn't do it. But then I listened to Heather Gay's audio book of her, of her, her life story. And I mean, she was deep in it and it is weird because I sometimes feel like fame is another ass. Like it's fame is another version of religion. I feel like then now all of a sudden Heather Gay is like, okay. I'm good with leaving the Mormon church. Cause I got fame. Now there is a little bit of a vibe in that for me, but she's kind of like telling her thoughts about uh, the church to Lisa. And he's like, don't tell me that please. Jack's going on his mission. I, my, my version of Lisa Barlow's just sounds like the movie phone guy. Welcome to movie phone. And the trailer starts off with Heather Gay declaring, for three years, we were tormented, brutalized, and lived in fear, and it's time to end it. Now, what this suggests is that she's talking about Jennifer Shaw, who is in prison right now. And I would have wanted that line to come from anyone else but Heather Gay, because Heather Gay literally had a duplex condominium in jennifer shaw's asshole this girl lived in jen shaw's ass and for her to say like this is what i'm talking about i feel like dude if she's gonna be your friend be be your friend don't all of a sudden now when it's like not in vogue like all of a sudden oh i lived in fear and torment bullshit you were given every opportunity to talk about your true feelings like I don't buy it man like she is not becoming a reliable narrator for me she just isn't. We also deal with Whitney Whitney potentially is having problems with her husband Justin of like I don't know what's going on with me and Justin. <laughs> so that's happening. We'll see what that is all about. Now Angie K has been promoted from friend of to series regular so Congrats, Angie K. We'll see. There's also a new cast member. We have new housewife Monica Garcia, who is a single mother of four, who quickly enters the fray by telling Lisa Barlow and Meredith Marks that she would fuck their husbands. She's like, yeah, I'd fuck John. Yeah, I'd I'd uh, I'd fuck Seth. Seth's like, what's going on? I hear you fuck. <laughs> I got to remember to do Seth. I'm from Canton, Ohio. I'm a very positive guy. I'm Seth Marks. What's going on? Yeah. Um, she shares a little bit of her backstory. She says she was married in the temple and then she was excommunicated. So that's a really cool tether because I do feel with Salt Lake more so than any other franchise. The 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 foundation is based off of religion. Each uh, Housewives franchise has that foundation, right? You would say Jersey is overall family, right? Beverly Hills is um, money and wealth in a sense. Um, You know, each one has their thing. And I think Salt Lake is undeniably religion. Um, So, uh, yeah, Lisa and Meredith are still fighting after Lisa was caught trashing her friend in that hot hot mic moment, the legendary one. And, uh, you know, Meredith says, Do you want me to go there with a the husband? I can't go there. Don't fuck with me. She says that. So that's a great Meredith moment. So we'll see, right? This show premieres September 5th at 9 p.m. Now, isn't that wild? September 5th? That's just in a couple weeks. And we just got our first trailer. That worries me. Because usually they'll drum up excitement for like a month, like uh, Southern Charm. In fact, I, I talk about this, Sophie. I saw the premiere of Southern Charm, the new season. That doesn't come out till September fifteenth. I already just watched the first episode. They're already starting to promote that. That's like a month from now, September fifth. September fifth. That's in a couple of weeks, you guys. That's wild. So. Whew, we'll see. We'll be covering it on so bad it's good. So don't worry, there, folks. Do not worry your sweet little heads about that. Okay, let's get into it, you guys. Uh, Sophie Ross, you know her, you love her. This is just really fun. We go all around the map with everything. We talk Vanderpump. We talk Kyle Richards. We talk Kardashians. We talk Little Tay. The the demise and the resurrection of Little Tay. We do a very interesting Daily Mail story about a man who takes 111 pills a day to live forever, and he looks like absolute shit at 45 years old. We get into that story a little bit. We talk about Sophie's weekend. We talk about it all. I loved this conversation, and I hope you do, too. Have a great week. We'll be here all week. Sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash sobaditsgood. Remember, subscribe, you guys. The show's going to be changing in a little bit in very quickly, very soon. I will be making an announcement. I think next week, the announcement will be made. So I can't wait to share all that with you, but be ready, be ready, be on the lookout and uh, I'll talk to you again. again I'll talk to you again, again. I'll talk to you guys again on Tuesday. You guys, welcome to a new week uh, I am all over the map So thank God we have uh, our, our pop culture roundup With the one and only, the best there is Sophie Ross to help us get started with this week Sophie, how the heck are you?
0: I'm great because I finally figured out How to use the blur feature on here So you well, don't have to see the <laughs> chaos of my claw fist. Um So yeah yeah. Wait. So, are you are you in New York, or are you at
2: a wedding somewhere?
0: No, I'm in New York. We were at the beach in New Jersey this weekend, but we're back. So I'm just Damn. back home in New York City, baby. Wow.
2: This is this is huge news to have you in New York City. I figured you were like like where in the world is Sophie Ross? But you are home. You had a a Jersey a Jersey weekend kind of at the beach. Yes. Yeah. Uh, any anything exciting going down there?
0: Um, no, but I just took such a long nap because I just like didn't sleep all weekend. And I just felt very like tired. I love how I'm like explaining why I took a nap. I'm like, (laughs) like, how dare
2: Sophie take nap? nap? This is, I can, I can (laughs) see the comments already coming in.
0: But I took a nap until like literally half an hour ago, woke up, touched up my makeup. And then I get on this call and Ryan's like, whoa, what are y'all dressed up for? I got that new Selena Gomez blush. A little (laughs) goes a long way. They're so right. A little goes a long way, you guys.
2: Is Selena Gomez's... Is Selena Gomez does she is she one of the people that has a good makeup product? Yes,
0: people love her makeup line. So I and I never tried it. So I finally ordered the blush cuz I'd heard such good things. You literally it's liquid. You guys, you need the tiniest dot. Otherwise, if you're watching on YouTube, that's why I look like this. I also am, like, a tiny bit sunburned, so it could be that, but I think it's Selena Gomez. Wait, I, I thought you looked great. I thought, I,
2: I, I, that was my whole point, was that I thought you looked really mm. fancy, like you just came from an event or something. I, did, I would not have been able to tell it's that so you were in an
0: app. It's so funny, because, like, one of my, like, oldest friends helped me clean out my closet when I moved. And she was like, hi, you're Becca Elam, you guys. But she was like, maybe you'll wear this for like a, we're like a gallery opening, like a chic, like New York City. Like we always pretend that like, we're going to have these like chic events to go to and wear things for. And there never is.
2: No, I think you, wait, I completely disagree. I look at your life and I think it's wedding to wedding to event to like fun, right? It's like, you know, sex I in the wish. city, like fun writing, uh, little things and <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, uh, I love, I love your life from afar. I I don't know what it's like to live Oh it, my God, but I think you. it's amazing.
0: Meanwhile, uh, I'm never ever doing anything, but uh, anyway.
2: If you're watching on YouTube, uh, her her name is Sophie Marry Me Jenna Lyons Ross, which leads me to believe that Sophie potentially might have started watching the I new season of- up
0: on the new Roni, you guys.
2: It's good, right?
0: It's good. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I'm yes. really into it.
2: I don't know, like, I th- I love the low-level stakes. I love that they're not fighting about podcasts and Twitter and all of the bullshit that we say. I love that it's, like, unaffected because it's not going to be that way next season.
0: You know, like, I feel like, yes, I agree. And I also feel like everyone feels pretty genuine so far. Yeah. Like, I feel like Erin is very much herself, which may or may not be a Trump supporter, But um, she's very much herself. Jenna Lyons, I feel like, you know, she doesn't need the show. Like, it's Jenna Lyons is so refreshing. I
2: like her quirkiness. I like that she's, like, nervous to be in a girl situation. I like somebody that I'm scared that they don't want to be there. Like, I like thinking, like, is this too much for Jenna? Like, she seems like she's potentially nervous to go into these situations with these ladies. And I like to watch that.
0: Right, like she's. I saw something. I haven't read the article yet, but it's Salon published like Jenna Lyons is the introvert representation we need on Housewives or something.
2: I'm sorry, we have Kyle Richards. We don't need Jenna. We have got we've got Kyle. Kyle Kyle <laughs> represents- Kyle's
0: not an introvert.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> ju- Kyle. I'm, 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 I'm talking about. I'm talking whoops. about Kyle. Kyle's new Western music video with Morgan oh my- Wade. Okay,
0: you know what? I have this in my Twitter drafts, and I'm probably gonna tweet it too. I am, like, so not here. Like, it all feels so fake. I like, you, you could, know that he's... Yes! Yeah, so I said, I'm sorry. I just simply do not care about Kyle Richards. Sapphic for a storyline plus Scandaval ratings. Shtet. Okay,
2: so... Okay, I don't necessarily think it's sapphic for a storyline, but what I do think is that I
0: you don't think so you think that like it's all like this is all i
2: i think she's genuinely getting in touch i think she's genuinely seducing and being seduced i think she is in some sort of love affair that started off as friendship but the whole point of that is i don't care like i should have been watching that video going like woo this is hot but i wasn't i was like ah like i i was like okay cool like None of it was sexy to me. I didn't find it really good trolling. Everybody was like, oh, Kyle's trolling. And I was like, I don't really, it says something that I'm like, you could even do this. And I'm like, okay. Like, I don't really care that much. Like, I I hope she's happy. And I hope Morgan gets the attention that her country music deserves. It's not my type of music, but I just, I mean, did you watch the video and go, damn, I got to, this is getting me hot.
0: I saw clips of it. And, Again, I feel like she almost is trolling. I'm, I like kind of, but it's not good trolling though.
2: It's wait, how is it trolling if Kyle is gonna, on one hand, say, I'm so tired of people asking about this. She went on on Amazon Live Friday and was like, I'm so tired of people saying this and this and this. Well, then don't make music videos where we're gonna have to talk about it.
0: She's trolling because she keeps being like, stop like speculating, like, none of it's true. Like, guys, come on. And then she does that. He's And then she's like seen with Morgan. Like they'll have pap walks. Like it's, it, yeah, it's annoying. Either come out with it or like stop. Oh my
2: God. Like, what if, what if they turn into like uh, early 2000s Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag? What if they turn into like at the pumpkin farm? Like, you know, they're just like in Easter Bunny. That's, what outfits.
0: Already, that's honestly what it already feels like. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like, speculate on someone's sexuality or like pressure someone to come out of the closet. Like that's not what I mean. it's just like, Kyle is, is trolling. It feels like it really does feel like that.
2: But isn't trolling though, Sophie, something where you're like, Oh, that's good. That's really funny. I don't think this is that funny or like very clever. No,
0: it's not fun. I don't think trolling is necessarily funny. Trolling is like you're the way we do
2: it. It cool. is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause with who? I said, the way we do it, it is. yeah. The way
0: we do it always is. Duh. But like, no, I I feel like she's just being a troll. Like she's being a pest. She's being a pest.
2: I can't wait to see how they, like they pick back up cameras to do what? Like film the music video? Like what are we going to see in these, like, are they going to try on each other's cowboy
0: hats and stuff? Right, right. And also uh, like, so what is the status with her and Mauricio? Because it every it was coming out that they were getting divorced or separating, and then they came out and denied it. And now the Morgan Way, it's like I guess and then Marie,
2: Mauricio left a like flame emoji, like looking good or something on the music video Instagram that Kyle posted. Please
0: not know, I mean,
2: No, I think Marie, I see, I think Mauricio's like. I think Mauricio is like very happy to be like doing whatever he does potentially allegedly with other women. So he's like, "Yeah, go on with your bad self. Yeah, you you guys both look hot." Like I think he wants Kyle to go off and do this thing and make as many music videos as you, as you want to so Mauricio can go out and live the life that he wants to live potentially.
0: Um okay, I can see that part of that. I think what it boils down to is that Kyle will never let Lisa Vanderpump like win. And she saw what all ratings did and she's like, I can do that. Oh my God.
2: What if Lisa Vanderpump gets like down and dirty with like Ariana or something like live Like, I was in the backseat of a Range Rover with Ariana like La La? Like, what if we get something like that? To, like, we like,
0: a- keep trying to like one up. Exactly. That's, oh my god. Well, that was, would that would ruin everything because it that would make me think that Scandaval was all fake, too. Oh, and right I, now I, I don't think that.
2: Well, speaking of um breaking news and cries for help, Tom Schwartz has debuted his new uh bleached blonde look, uh taking a picture with a fan. And what do you think of Tom Schwartz's new cry for help?
0: It is a cry for help, and also I love all the tweets that are like, "You will never be copper hair, Katie." Like, he's <laughs> tearing, I didn't her. see that. Katie, what season was it? Season two. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't or see in that. Terror.
2: I didn't see that. That's amazing.
0: Well, but also, how
2: bad is it that, like, on the heels of the Barbie movie with the Ken, like you know you're also never going to be ryan gosling you're not going to be like tom schwartz is a very good looking man so he's going to be fine regardless of what like he looks fine yeah like why would do you think tom sandoval's livid because he was like dude i was gonna do that for halloween dude the kin look and you did it dude that's not cool
0: oh my god no i feel like if anything tom sandoval probably like encouraged experimentation like,
2: you look, you top, dude, you look fecky, dude.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It is a cry for help.
2: Did you see Sandoval in his, Sandoval had his summer sweater on this weekend. He has like the, one of those, like the sweaters with the, the sleeves cut out and the V-neck sweaters. He's just, but wearing without a t-shirt. I call Wait, it a summer sweater.
0: I, I didn't see that, but I feel like I have something very similar to that. And now I'm embarrassed. You're not a,
2: you're not a, you're not Tom Sandoval. You're not a man. You can pull that off. He's wearing a summer sweater thinking is like, he's like the goofy Harry Styles.
0: Also, like, can I just say that I knew I just typed his Instagram handle into, uh, into my browser. And I knew that was Tom Sandoval one. Off the top of my head. Why Why the one, though? Like, have we ever figured out why there's a one? Because
2: I'm number one, dude. Like, you can't oh, duplicate me, dude. You
0: know what I'm actually kind of excited for?
2: What? What? Special
0: Forces.
2: Oh, yeah. that's That premieres, I think, in a couple... Wait, isn't it? Like, a couple of weeks in September?
0: Let's see. Special Forces. I didn't watch season one, and now I feel like I should watch season one because I've fallen into the... Um, Prime time cable, like yeah, because you, you love claim, you
2: love claim to fame
0: I'm on like, ABC. Do I love this? Is a whole new genre for me, like celebrity adjacent, like trash competitions. I
2: feel like this is how people then get older and then they wind up watching shows like NCIS. Like I feel like yeah. it's a feeder system this into prime gateway, time
0: This is the yeah. NCIS You're gateway. Like, no, no,
2: they have really good detective stories. NCIS is amazing.
0: Oh my God. Um, okay, September 25th, by the way. So we still have kind of a while. Wait. Oh my God. Okay. Well, your I'll buddy Nick Vile. Vile.
2: That's what I was Your buddy Nick Vile. Big news for him because he's on this season with Tom Sandoval. And he said on his show that Tom, he was the one that leaked that Tom Sandoval snuck in a picture of Raquel um, to them. And he said he wishes he could. But then him and what you call his child bride, she's pregnant with his child. They are expecting a child. Are you excited? Mm.
0: I mean, congratulations to them. Um
2: going to be a father two times now.
0: Great. Again, uh, uh, it, it's like she's, what, 24? I just think so, yeah. That. I'm just yeah. going to say that, that she is 24. This man is almost 20 years her senior. Of course, he feels ready for kids. I hope she genuinely is um, because there goes her 20s. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, you, you know what? There's nothing wrong with having children in your 20s. I just think that it's, the age gap with them still will continue to make me uncomfortable. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that every one of you who had kids in your 20s, you threw away your 20s. Obviously not.
2: No, I do no, not even
0: see the all. comments. Why am I like playing on? Wait, wait, wait.
2: There's, there's a difference. There's a difference, though. I think when you're in the public eye, and that happens, because we have so much talk about age, anyways. And even to bring it back to Kyle Richards, there's a huge uh, age difference between Kyle, who I think is like 52, and Morgan Wade is 28. The star okay, their-
0: late 20s is very different from early 20s, in my opinion. For some reason, I'm like 28, late 20s. Like you've already kind of figured it out. Early 20s, he started dating her when she was, like, not even, like, of legal drinking age yet. She was, like, All, right.
2: All right, Nick. All right.
0: Lied, oh, yeah. yeah. Woo! beer me! Brucey beer me! Yeah.
2: So I was like, what do you think the conversation between Tom Sandoval and Nick Vile is? Because Nick, Nick's trying to probably get that interview of, like, dude, oh I understand, God. man. I understand how women they're can both, be, dude.
0: They're both, like, grade A Narcissists, um, I think they probably feel like they they have a lot in common, honestly, at the end of the day.
2: <laughs> I think you will uh, probably, yeah. Um, okay,
0: like, I wanna take you for granted,
2: uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, one more thing about Vanderpump Rules. Sheena Shea clapped back at the trolls this week because, and I will say I'm confused a little bit, but I, at the same time, I don't care until I see it, was that there was photos. They were all filming a beach scene, guys. We see every scene that they're filming. Mm-hmm. And Lala Kent was seen hugging Tom Sandoval on the beach. So everybody seems to be getting along, even though Ariana has pointed out, I'm still not Filming, like, I won't film with him. I'm not friends with Tom Schwartz. She's held true to what she said. But what do you think when you, I don't know if you saw this photo. I uh, and then Sheena and was like, people, how dare you?
0: Of all people, for Lala to be hugging him, like, Lala talked such a tough game during yeah. the season and even, you know, on social media when the scandal broke. You want to get popped?
1: <laughs>
0: she talked big ass game, and for her to be smiling and hugging Sandoval, she does have some explaining to do. Well, I mean, yeah, she- she- Sheena—it doesn't shock me as much because Sheena and him like actually had that you know that they kind of did have that brother-sister relationship in a weird way, the way that they had that final... They were on the
2: show for at least 10 seasons on top of Friends before that a little bit, so of course, but Lala is interesting, but I will say, Mm -hmm. I want to see how that Like, I want to see how we get to, I think it'll be fascinating to see how we get to that point. So I'm not like, I'm like, cool, let me see that scene where they, I want to see that. But Lala's interesting because of how she reacted to Randall and really, really went very hard for Tom, deservedly so, calling him a dangerous man. So it will be, but I'm excited to see that. I also wonder if the jealousy of Ariana plays a part into that as well, of like, this bitch got all that. So I, you know, like, I wonder if that kind of stuff, but I think that's the exciting part of this show that I hope they, they show us is those little things crumbling and like starting to take people that did nothing wrong and start to blame them for things.
0: Right. Right. I mean, we'll see, we'll see how it all unfolds. I suppose. What did you
2: think about, Seeing the water sommelier, sommelier Or however you say that They did a water taste testing In DJ James Kennedy's backyard With that wa- that TikTok guy That does like the water Like I am doing the water Like he's like a German dude And they did a water tasting And that's great Because I know DJ James Kennedy's oh, yeah. not drinking But at the same time It did look on its face A little bit one of those Jump the shark moments Because I was like Oh we're, we're back to doing little bits With like TikTok celebrities in a way
0: Okay, so they were – because I saw something about that, but I didn't, like, see what you're talking about. So that was, like, they were filming it for the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's giving it's giving the lizard funeral. Yeah, it's, like, a little bit of a dog yeah. thing where
2: it's, like, that worries me because I'm, like, wait, we have enough, enough tension and real so things
0: that –
2: and I'm all for DJ James Kennedy being like sober and stuff. So that wasn't my issue. Like people were like, "I think it's very cool that they're doing." Like I
0: don't care. I don't care. I don't care about way. that for the show. Not like yeah. for the show. like in life, sure. Yes, but for the show.
2: Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh. And just like that, uh, can you describe mm-hmm. how you're feeling with Aiden coming back? And I guess this week, especially, we had a really big shock because a- uh, Aiden did a homage to his undie look. He was in his undies a long time ago, and a lot of people liked it back then. But then he showed up in the same undies, probably the same pair, and oh. people did not have the same reaction to him and tidy whities What did you,
0: Aiden? Think? Wait, now I need to Yeah, you get a visual. Get a good
2: visual pick. of
0: I'm pulling up the pick. Um oh Aiden. He's still yeah. in
2: shape. He looks he looks great for that, you know.
0: I will say I I'm loving certain things about the season actually and hating. I think what I hate is the revision of history. Like, was big a big mistake? And it's like big was Carrie's like love of her life. Like how are we, how are we suddenly like rewriting this? Like I was always teammate and over big, but now it's like, we can't rewrite history. Um, So there's that, but I do love, and I know that everyone's been talking about the moment between Carrie and Seema. It like was so good. I, oh I, I my really, God. I really appreciated I just, that. Yeah. And basically the gist of it for those who like haven't watched it. um, they're supposed to have their single girl summer in the Hamptons and then Aiden comes back along and, you know, Carrie is immediately like swept up again with Aiden and has a boyfriend again. And Seema starts kind of avoiding her and is suddenly like, you know, when Carrie confronts her is like, it's nothing against you, but you've had these two great loves of your life. I haven't had one And you know, I—it's not nothing that you are doing on purpose. It's just I don't like how I feel when I'm around that. Something along those lines. And she just like needed some space because of she didn't like how she was feeling around, you know, this happy couple. Yeah, it was
2: a very honest conversation that I really appreciated. And yeah, the really actor cool. the actor just knocked it out of the park because mm. that's a real – I mean, I just thought she was great. And that's why that show is confusing because sometimes it's so cheesy. And then you get a scene like that where you're like, oh, wow, this really feels very real. I just and love I,
0: it so much. I yeah. love it so much.
2: Wait, you made the point. You had that joke about Aiden's jacket and stuff. And then mm. when I went back and was watching, I think, an, the next episode or that episode too – that costume designer has a thing with men in belt jackets because the the Marvel director that Seema is like shopping for the apartment with, he was in a little belted like t- like little belted shirt jacket number that had a weird belt on the midsection that I was like, wait a second, why? Why? The costume designer has an obsession with men in belted things.
0: That's a problem. That's a problem. And you're not
2: gonna make it happen, you guys. You're, you're not, not, you're not you do it. you're
0: not going to get away with cinching your non-existent waists.
2: Yeah. Wait, do you, how do you think this season's going to end? Because I believe next week is the season finale. It's the or finale? the week? It's only ten episodes this season, so is she going to move in with Aiden? Like, how are we going to end this? Is Aiden going to come back for season three?
0: Oh my god, I am going to jump off a building. I didn't know it was the yeah. last. Because yeah. I'm devastated. What oh. happened? What happened to twenty two episode seasons? What happened to that? You know what it is? Because they spend so much damn
2: money on these shows now. They spend, like, they make them all look like yeah, films. They make them look beautiful like the too sitcoms,
0: much. The sitcoms of the early aughts would have- Yeah, like-
2: you'd have 28 episode seasons if. like, what? I mean, fr- Friends used to have like- that? Yeah. If they're thinking way too hard about this. But I'm curious if Aiden's going to make it into season three because it looks that way, but then also, Carrie like, usually Aiden, freaks out.
0: Aiden's a little bitch boy- for being so terrified of carrie's big bad apartment like what if he
2: actually like buried a body there and that's why like what if he actually did something like like that he's like i can't go back up there they'll connect me to the case you know like
0: well that would make more sense than him just being like no but the but the breakup 25 years ago he like has three kids like that was a long time ago
2: you the imagine these kids how much they hate carrie even though he's like no they love you they love you these kids hate carrie can you imagine can carrie trying aiden. to rap with you you know
0: how aiden always has like a nickname yeah can you imagine if he was your dad
2: yeah well what up, what, up hey, what, what up rhino what up rhino what up slugger Yeah. Yeah, What what a big guy. Oh God. I hate that. Um, but it is real. I, I, I do. It's one of those things I enjoy watching every week. Amazing. Um, the one thing I wanted to get your opinion on, and we're going to have to, this is going to now go on until the end of time. I think is Bethany Frankel's reality reckoning.
0: Why do you say it like that?
2: Disappointed or like no, Bethany Frankel. Bethany,
0: Bethany Frankel.
2: I've started calling her Bethany Frankel instead of Frankel because she just like she's like a Frankel. Like, uh, you Frankled all over the place. Like, she, oh, she's Frankeling again. Like, she's a Frankel. Like, she's just like a like a barnacle. Like, and and what is your take on this? Because I do agree. That like we do need uh, mental health care on sets. I yeah. do agree on things like that, and I do agree there's a conversation to be had about streaming. But it feels so disingenuous with Bethany Frankel. What are your thoughts? Do you I love think her?
0: I think what's disingenuous about it is that I understand a lot of the you know complaints about it, obviously. But the thing about getting um, residuals, so every time an episode plays. It's like it's just never the reality TV. In its essence, is like bottom of the barrel. People, they're just people are going to say yes because also you can build your entire brand and life from being on reality TV, like Bethany Frankel Frankel has. Yes, so it's like you're you're just gonna find the people that will do it for bottom of the barrel money, bottom of the barrel people, and also people knowing that like they can ultimately make millions and millions of dollars if they play their cards right after being on reality tv so it's like i don't know i yeah, don't
2: know I mean, I mean you think like kyle cook i i mean i think he likes being on tv but he also loves that lover boy he gets to promote it every yeah. episode every season
0: lover and would pro- not be what it, he would admit that lover boy probably I mean, course, would not be what it is without summer house it's so. a
2: it's a it's such a great it's advertisement so if you exactly and that's she really showed us like the blueprint but now it's interesting i did i feel like with bethany it just sucks up all the oxygen and it becomes more about her than it does sometimes these issues which i think are right. actually interesting issues in terms of potential residuals but i will say with streaming since they don't really release streaming numbers on a lot of platforms You know, something like um, I'm trying to think of like a really shitty show is going to get way less (laughs) streams than something like last season of Vanderpump Rules. And then that takes you to other seasons. So the pay structure is so Mm -hmm. delicate that I think it would be interesting to go in and take a look at it. But it is not the cash cow that I think some of these people uh, like Bethany potentially wanted it to be like, right. they still don't know how to make money off of streaming. Like they are you know, these networks and these conglomerates, which I don't feel bad for, but it is not the boon that I think they're expecting it to be when these books get open, but who knows? We'll see. I just, Bethany, it's yeah. like, pick a lane, man. Do you want to eat seafood boil with your bare hands? Do you want to yell at Carol Radswell? What do you want to do, Bethany? Cause you, it seems like it's everything.
0: Right, right. Like, and unless you're getting Scandal ratings, I understand the Vanderpump Rules cast getting like major, major, major pay bumps.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, I understand that, but- Like a bonus like
2: the Super Bowl. If you hit the Super Bowl, you get a bonus.
0: But some of these episodes of Roni or Summer House or all of the other- Shows are getting maybe sometimes 400, 500 k viewers an episode. Sophie, you nail it.
2: They're yeah. trying to launch Rony. They put in millions and millions of dollars into advertising. It's still only getting a 0. 0.467. Then you go to Crappy Lake after mm-hmm. that. It's getting like a 0.325. And of course these live on and build the legend and people will like enjoy them forever. Cause I think Rony right. really has good legs, but they're spending so much to get these shows off the ground that they are not, they are taking a hit on this banking on the future that it will be successful.
0: Right. And also like, I understand creating stuff for Peacock too. Like a lot of these shows are like, you know, just going to live on Peacock and be like you said, part of like the lore of, you know, whatever it is, whatever franchise, but it's not appointment television getting 1.2 million viewers an episode where people are sitting down watching live having viewing parties like Vanderpump rules. Like in that case, it's like, oh, there is a lot of money in having high ass ratings. And if you're not getting high ratings, how are you going to justify, you know, all of these monetary demands yeah
2: they use vanderpump to get people to actually sign up for peacock whereas somebody right. like uh netflix which i have a couple of the cast members of love is blind that have a similar not argument as bethany but the similar similarities to it right. but with with netflix i mean it's insane how many people sit there and watch netflix like they will i mean oh, it yeah is,
0: it is apples and oranges well, if you compare it to bravo past- Yeah. And the Love is Blindcast, from what I've read, have actually been like severely fucked up by Netflix.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You you guys will hear them on Wednesday, a couple of them that really go into this. And I found it fascinating. And these people said, hey, we've we've reached out to Bethany. Like there's hopefully that we can combine forces at some point. But I do get the feeling that Bethany is of a certain ilk where she wants to do this. I am the head. I don't need to join forces. But we got a Dumois blind, so take this with a grain of salt, that uh – that she potentially has Raquel in the bag, Rachel in the bag, and she is going to add her to the reality show Reckoning and say that Raquel was, you know, mentally harmed. These producers really did her wrong. Uh, Things like that. There should be a cover story or a big article. I hear the publication is going to be Vanity Fair. Uh, We'll see if that turns out to be true. But I just think, what do you think about Raquel? Like, I feel like, yo, girl, you chose, like you they didn't force you to cheat with Tom Sandoval they were just as surprised as everybody else was what do you think about this
0: wait so is she is she officially okay so yes that you didn't choose this I also can understand or like you did choose this route to go down where everyone hates you um but I also understand being like sometimes you're just not prepared for the amount of like eyeballs and online abuse you will get, which I, yeah, because she was on the show for three or four seasons before nobody gave a shit. I can obviously empathize with that. So I see that side of it, but also wait, is she for sure not coming back to the new season?
2: Well, I mean, listen, allegedly I'm, I heard that it was potentially going to happen. I do think Bethany Frankel put a little wrinkle into this and I think they might choose to go the Bethany route um, and I do know her parents are involved heavily in all of these no. things. And I, I just think it's a very. I just think, I hope, I hope that's really thought out because I feel like that's, a, it's like a bad thing on a bad thing. It's like a hat on a hat. It's like, okay. No. Like really, because I do think there is like conversations to be had of like, I hope that they, and I hear that they did like evolution kept checking in about her mental health. I, I heard that they were helping in that sense. So I hope that is to be the case, but I don't know. Like this, like I want, I don't know. It just, there's something really.
0: I'm concerned because we've had enough time pass that like the tides have turned a little bit where people aren't like, yeah, down with Rachel. Like you see people on
2: Twitter, they say she's a hero. Twitter. Like she saved the show.
0: Leave. And some people are just like, leave the girl alone. Like it's been almost six months. Like, Blah blah blah. um So I I could see you know some like big profile coming out of her where she sits down for a photo shoot and then uh, all of a sudden people are like on her side. Like I'm scared about that. Yeah, I don't You're want right. that, that to happen personally. But
2: by the way, that is pop culture. That shit happens all yeah. the time. Like that, cool. it'll really be interesting. So uh keep uh keep your eyes out on that. And the last thing about Bethany Frankel is uh, uh, Carol Radswill was on Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop podcast and revealed that Michael Cohen was the one that took the photo of Tom DiAgostino cheating. It's not about Tom with Luann. But then Bethany Frankel immediately went to TikTok and made a video the next day saying, that's not true at all. What did you hear about this?
0: Yeah, I fucking love that. That's like my favorite new like fun fact. I love Carol Radswell.
2: I I love somebody was showing me a TikTok video about that one reunion when Andy reads Carol's tweet about Bethany saying like, listen, Bethany is one of the biggest narcissists that I've ever met. She will say bad things about all of us until the point that we actually start believing it. She's one of the big like, I mean, just like read her and Andy's reading this tweet and Carol's listening to it going like, yeah, yep, I said that. Yep, yep. Like just nailed her. And I got to think, like, go back and watch that season. Go watch that last season with Carol in the reunion episodes. And a lot of what she's saying is fact. Think about that Carol Bethany relationship. It's really fascinating to think about, but like, why would Carol lie about Michael Cohen taking that picture? Carol's not like, Carol's no, not even trying I, to get on I, any show. I
0: shows. Also fully believe that. Like I fully believe that he's like in that circle. and He's the
2: Forrest yeah. Gump of just like weird shitty things. Michael. Yeah, Gump. he really
0: is. Like, he's just like everywhere.
2: Um, so I think that is really truly interesting. Um, Radswell said, I thought actually production had set something up, but I mean, in a million years, I would have not have thought that Michael Cohen was going to sit down at dinner and tell this whole story about he how he took this picture. According to Radswell, Frankel's then boyfriend Dennis Shields sent the skinny girl mogul the photo after he'd gotten it from Cohen. He said that Tom knew or something, or eventually he knew that Michael Cohen had taken the photo that ended up being forwarded to Bethany, ended up being on the show. So let me just say, allegedly, because this is just what he was telling me, he wasn't drinking, he wasn't drunk, and he came out with it and was like, yeah, it was like a big deal. He's like, yeah. Uh, And Radswell couldn't believe the discovery. Not that I cared, she said. Not that I was looking to find out who took the fucking picture. I didn't care, but it just literally sat at my table. I was like, this is nuts. So she wasn't even, she was just like, this is so fascinating. She didn't look for that information. I love that. Now is the time for my favorite part of the show when I get to talk about our sponsor. And once again, we are sponsored by our friends over at Factor, which is America's number one ready to eat meal kit. Now, if you listen to the show, I've talked about this before, but we are... Unfortunately, nearing the end of summer, things are going to get crazier. you got to take care of what you eat. You need things that are good, things that are healthy, and things that are easy to prepare so you're not running around. And then if you're not doing that, you're spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars ordering in crap that's not good for you. Factor is not like that. So with this busy fall season, you got to look for those wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. And that's where Factor comes in. It can help you fuel up fast with chef prepares, chef prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time. You're going to eat well and you're going to stay on track with that healthy lifestyle. I've had this so many times now. I've had it a lot over at my parents and we all love it. And it is so, it's like, it is delicious. It is less than two minutes. Yeah, that sounds crazy, but it is not. Two minutes, delicious. It is filling. It is more filling than you would think it would be because believe me, I'm always like, I want I want quantity over quality and it is all of that. So uh, everybody's going to be busy with the summer ending and you want to skip that extra trip to the grocery store and all the chopping prepping the cleaning up but you still want to get that flavor and the nutritional quality you need so factors fresh never frozen meals are like i said ready in just two minutes and you can refresh your healthy habits without missing a beat because you can choose from 34 plus weekly flavored plaque flavor packed dietitian approved meals Um, you can also level up with gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. You can treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. And if you're too busy running around during the day to think about lunch, you can keep your energy up with lunch to go, which are effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls, salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go that do not require a microwave at all. Um, Looking for the calorie conscious options ahead of the busy season, you can try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Now, if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best, try protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Also, you can round out your meals and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like their delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, their bacon and cheddar egg bites, their potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet, or for an easy wellness boost, try their refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. So with Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, they source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and they feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. So, this August, and moving onwards, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. So here we go. Head to factormeals.com slash so bad 50, so bad 50, and use that code so bad 50 to get 50% off. That's code so bad 50 at factormeals. That's F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash so bad 50 to get 50% off. And now back for the remaining portion of our show. Um, hey, how are you doing with uh, little Tay's death and then resurrection?
0: What is happening?
2: Yeah. Well, literally,
0: off, what? Like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused.
2: So you guys, Little Tay, if you don't remember, like, if you, a lot of people are like, well, who is Little Tay? She was like a nine-year-old girl. Like, I mean, at, at one point Back she was a nine-year-old 2018, girl. 2018, right? Yeah, yeah, 2018. And she would do these things where she would, like, be coming out of Lamborghinis, mansions, like, you know, just stacks of cash, like, just that baller. And literally,
0: like, this is a nine-year-old girl, mind yeah. you.
2: Yeah. Yes, and they called her Little Tay, but I think what's her real name? It's um, it's like Alice or something. No, it's like something no, that, really... was,
0: that was fake. Her real name is like Tay something. Mm-hmm.
2: Really? I thought it was like Claire. Okay, anyways.
0: Yeah, the Cla- it was like, my real name is Claire Holmes or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> her mom, it turns out, she was like a real estate like a real estate agent. So they were using the houses that she was selling and little Tay would act like they were houses, like they were her houses, but she got into some like beefs with like people like she was yeah, really- Yeah,
0: she was like a very feisty little nine-year-old at the time.
2: And then it was announced this week at the beginning of this past week that little Tay according to uh little Tay and her brother's dad they both they both died. But there weren't really specifics given, but then everybody was I mean like news organizations picked this up and started doing remembrances of little Tay and then halfway through the week there was like a burner Instagram saying uh you know this is not true. I, I'm Little Tay and I'm still here. My Instagram's been hacked. Please help me get the word out. And it turns out Little Tay is still alive. But now Little Tay's ex manager is saying that this is bullshit too. And this was all just done as a publicity stunt.
0: A publicity stunt. Like that's Isn't that wild. Sick. That's sickening. That's sickening to fake a death, two deaths, two deaths for attention publicity. And even TMZ was fooled. Can't like, you get
2: arrested for that? I mean, like, can't, you, I mean, would it, is that like, I guess you can't, but it feels like that's like, if people start, like, if you're putting it out there that you died, like, and then you, like, two days later say, uh, JK, that feels like it's like bad.
0: I mean, maybe it should be investigated because, like, all of it is weird also because she's like a child who all of a sudden disappeared from the limelight and apparently had. Parents that were exploiting her, which was very obvious. I mean, she was a nine-year-old girl doing all. Yeah, because the parents stuff.
2: were split up, and I, I the parents were yeah. not together.
0: Yeah, and I think that like something should be investigated either way because this is all very like it's really sad and dark-sided.
2: I hope Little Tay headlines Coachella this year. I hope. Did you ever listen to Little Tay? Tay's music? Did you ever pop? I, a I, I didn't
0: even like realized that she had music. I just thought she was like an Instagram person. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, I, I genuinely like it better than Travis Scott's music.
0: Well, Oh, well I believe that actually. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. So Travis Scott, you guys, we talked about this uh, last week, his utopia album came out and it's, it's riding high on the charts. It's like the second week at number one, not really great reviews for the album, but did you see the footage of his concert in Rome? Where, by the way, 60 people had to be treated for, like, a mace in, injure, injury. And they said that people were jumping up and down so hard that it potentially ruined some Roman structures.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so sick of him. I'm so sick of him. Yeah. He can't keep getting away with this.
2: That's <laughs> like people got hurt. That's his, like, greatest hits. I was like, oh, shit. He's playing the classics. People getting hurt in the shows.
0: Oh, my God. I hate him
2: so Okay. Much but did you see the video of him where he's just like, he's in like this all white goofy outfit where he like, he always loves to like look like a superhero. He's like jumping up and down. He's just screaming into the mic. And then I was just thinking you compare that to like Beyonce or Taylor. It's like highly choreographed, like perfectly like sung and dance. And then you just have Travis Scott just screaming and raging like, ah, let's rage. I just think it's so
0: silly. It's like for eight year olds. So much. Oh my God. Yeah, so apparently, yeah, there was a mace incident, and then also a 14-year-old was injured after falling four meters in an attempt to see the concert for free. But yeah, the 60 people needed medical attention due to a pepper spray incident in the crowd. Like, can he just, like... Stop? stop? Like and
2: also like chill out man maybe go acoustic like maybe don't rage so hard especially if you're coming off like a couple of years ago where a lot of people lost their lives like i just right it's like not how like, is
0: he even like successfully selling tickets at this point like i well, know that but, like but some see, people like his music but like but that's how
2: the culture is nobody truly gives a shit we will keep repeating the same mistakes for the rest of our like lives
0: cristiano ronaldo um alleged actually i don't even think it's a soccer
2: player right
0: yeah soccer player um raped someone trigger, trigger warning, warning you guys and has now reached the most followed person on on, instagram. Status, on instagram on instagram yes yeah, yeah. it
2: was like 600 million or
0: something crazy. million and it's like this rapist and like, i don't even what does that say about our society cancel culture cancel culture
2: Oh well, speaking of that, I mean, you're right though. Like he's number one. Lionel Messi, uh who just signed with Miami soccer team, is number two. Then it's Selena Gomez, number three, and then you get Kylie Jenner, Dwayne Johnson, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, Chloe, Car- like Beyonce, and then it's Chloe Kardashian. Like, how is that even? And then you got Kendall Jenner, number ten, Justin Bieber, eleven, Taylor Swift, twelve. 13, a guy named Virat Coley, 14, Jennifer Lopez, 15, Nicki Minaj, 16, Courtney Kardashian. Sorry, Courtney. 17, Miley Cyrus, 18, Neymar, 19, Katy Perry, and 20, Zendaya. Those are the top 20 Instagram most followed people of all time. Oh my God. Do you think Courtney's bummed she's not in the top 10 like her sisters?
0: I feel like Courtney randomly doesn't care. She's looking great pregnant, by the way. Like, yeah,
2: I hope she's really happy. She, looks super, yeah, happy.
0: she looks super happy and. You know, I'm sure Courtney. Courtney's is the happiest one and the most, you know, naturally beautiful one. And
2: how many people out there listening do you think follow Cristiano Ronaldo? Cause like, we don't like, we don't 600
0: it, million people. You no, know, it's because soccer has like a gorilla grip chokehold on the entire planet other than Americans. And people are freaking obsessed with soccer, like obsessed. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it fully.
2: Well, my yeah, my buddies are all obsessed with soccer, so that's cool. I've just it, it's well, Sophie. I went to a preseason football game last night with the Chargers and the Rams, and I what? was like on oh, the field. It,
0: how was it? You're so sporty. well.
2: Uh, well, listen, I'm a man. Like that's what I'm into. That's I. Uh, you guys know I'm a sports guy. It's very, well, I was just sitting there pissed because I couldn't get any tickets to that Taylor Swift show. And I was like, she was on this field just like five days ago. And now I'm here for a stupid sports game. But it was cool because I was on this level where you got like free food and drink. And it was cool. Like you got to see all the action and you got to see like how they put together like TV wise. And it was like, I've never seen something that close, like a sporting event. So that was cool. But I just, I just sat there and was just like, Oh man. And then I would, then Beyonce's playing there in like two weeks. And I just kept thinking like, if I hid in the bathrooms down here right now, and just didn't like, just made sure I just didn't move for two weeks. I could potentially just sneak onto the field two weeks from now to see oh Beyonce. Yes. Month.
0: You could live it's, it's... In Kanye. No, Kanye had a suite at Mercedes Benz stadium, I think. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But
0: I saw, I forgot to mention this actually. I saw Goo Goo Dolls on Friday. And oh, you
2: know, my ex, that's her favorite band of all time.
0: They were. So I've heard such good things about them playing live. And then they were playing in Atlantic city, which was right by where we were in Jersey. Um, I give up forever. To touch you. Cause I uh, know that. <laughs> no. Wait,
2: did you, did your boyfriend go? Yeah. Uh, was he into it?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, and OAR was the opener. And okay. It was just, yeah, it's was just like such an amazing, nostalgic, romantic music. Like that's just like the most romantic song of all time, in my opinion. It I is. Love.
2: My only thing when I was, when I was with my ex, it was, uh, he just looked like a soccer mom to me. Johnny Resnick, the lead singer. He had like the, he yeah. had the Kate Gosselin haircut. Yes. And he was like. He like and, Botox. And- yeah, he was like super Botox, and this was like fifteen
0: yeah, know, 20 no, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'd tell him. Yeah, but I mean, great pipes.
2: Great pipe. Did you? Did he sing the song pipes. from City of Angels?
0: What song is that?
2: I forgot. I just remember he was on the City of because I had the City of Angels soundtrack because Alanis Morissette sang Uninvited on it. And I it wonder was like what song. We
0: played. I mean, they played all the hits, like oh, Baby Black Balloon makes a fly, <laughs> and then also. <laughs> um, I wanna wake up where you are. Oh yes. Slide. So why don't we slide? Yeah, great. Um, good stuff, you guys. Good stuff.
2: What you really see that you are you're out there living life so <laughs> You're like you're in Things Jersey. Concert?
0: Feel like I'm living life. It never you had, had a, even a life. nap. Yeah, Holy I got to take a nap. I'm taking a nap. I it was like anything exciting happened this weekend? I'm like, I took a nap. That was like the um, high. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, you know, in New York, this is big New York news for you. Uh, Ethan Slater, who you might recognize his name from Ariana Grande's new boy toy, he and is jo- SpongeBob. He's joined Broadway's uh, new version of Spam a Lot, is coming back to Broadway, and he is joined as one of the leads. So, you will be able to see Ethan Slater soon on Broadway, and you can wow. scream out whatever you want to him during that performance.
0: Wow, lucky me. Do you
2: they think the they're still to together?
0: Um, do I think they're, didn't they say that they like were s- slowing things down?
2: Yeah. Ariana Grande, like there was some kind of like thing put out from a, like a source saying like, she's giving him time to work, like to, to figure it all out. And I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, girl. Like you, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, like, oh.
0: hey girly. Yeah, no, they're probably like still hooking up. Yeah.
2: This is going to piss you off. I, uh, I saw the season premiere of the new season of Southern Charm
0: today oh I'm getting screener look at me look at me I have a screener
1: Listen, I will <laughs> say
2: NBC is out of control. They now make you get an, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk, an authentic uh, authentication app on top of it. So it used to be like, it was like, that. now you have to get this separate app to authenticate whenever oh, you log because, in. Yeah,
0: They, they give you like
2: a six digit, email. like they give you a random code. So if you yeah. ever go back to it, you need to get authenticated again. Like it is real. Like, I was like, what the hell happened? But yeah. it picks up you guys right like it's these goofs, man. It's like set like uh Shep, Austin and Craig. It picks right. Like these guys are just goofs, man. Goofs.
0: It was good. I mean the season It was, was It was it was,
2: it was good. Like Paige is in the first episode a little bit, yeah. like doing what Paige does.
0: When does it, when it premiere again?
2: It's like the middle of I think it's September 15th. I really oh, enjoyed yeah. it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm curious to see, hear what you uh, think about it, but I wanted to mention this because we had the rumor because Bryn Whitfield, one of the new Real Housewives of New York Housewives said that she was very attracted to Shep. And then there was like, is this girl in the background in one of Shep's photos, Bryn? But it wasn't, it was this other girl that's now been identified because Bryn is on like a yacht overseas right now. But it what, it, look I mean-
0: like her though. And it she looked was like, exactly. I would never be caught dead in that outfit. And I was like, that poor girl- well, but
2: uh, do you know, I went on like Google and like searched for Brynn in that outfit. I was like, I, oh she, I, she had that outfit because I was like, Oh, of course she would say that. But I will say like, aren't you like sometimes weirded out when people are like, I'm attracted to Shepard Austin. Cause yes. it's like, yeah. I mean, like technically, I guess they're good looking people. Will say, but-
0: I didn't say this when we were talking about new Roni at the top of the show But I will say that Bryn is like the one that I'm still on the fence about. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about Bryn. I'm glad that she like, you know, felt comfortable about her trauma and told her story. Like, I love that about her. It's just like everything. I feel like of all the people on the show and I talk about, you know, how effortless some of them seem. I feel like she is the one that is trying extremely hard.
2: Well, but I, I have a feeling that potentially is the person she turned into at a certain age, and yeah. so that's not for the reality show. I feel like that's potentially how she the carries herself—that
0: she created as a defense mechanism, like overly yes. sexual, like
2: exactly, yes, yeah. exactly.
0: I can see that. Hmm. Good point, Professor Ryan.
2: <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see here. What else? Oh, this is another Vanderpump story. Did you see this? That they so Tom Tom, which you were just at a couple weeks ago. They've it now was
0: moved so good, you guys. I'm not going to lie. It was so freaking good.
2: They moved pump right next to Tom Tom. So, like, Tom Tom had this thing called bubbles. the garden. Well, no, what they did, they, they have pictures of it now. They took the pump sign and they put it right next to Tom Tom. Like, because if you go in Tom Tom and then next to it is like called Tom Tom, like the garden area. But um, now they put the pump sign right next to Tom Tom. So now it's both pump so and Tom-, pump. Tom. So
0: it, now it's the pump pump. The pump, pump, pump garden,
2: the pump, Tom, Tom, pump. the pump. It's pump,
0: I mean, pump garden. It,
2: I got to go and check it out with my own eyes, but it is yeah. like, so that's like a lot. Like, come on, let, let pump die. Lisa. I feel like it's a tax shelter. Like, I feel let like there's something. Go.
0: Let it go. Lisa. I feel like she's,
2: did you know, this is now pump next to tom home. I can't <laughs> believe that. I can't believe that. Uh, Kim Kardashian promotes a $2,500 body scan on her Instagram. Uh, She promoted uh, because she still needs more money, you guys. She promoted this thing It's a very Like a $2,500 MRI Which is just wild When they dip into Medicine and medical yeah, on top of,
0: Apparently like Her caption was like Extremely inaccurate Or something
2: Yeah It was like filled With inaccuracies yeah. On top of She then like Hits us with like A secret like Shoulder break But she's already Working out again Like what is going on Over there They're like Every they're like Hurting themselves But then They can't possibly You can't break your shoulder And then continue you to like work out your shoulder
0: you know that guy that's like everywhere the one who like is injecting his son's blood to like so
2: i swear to god before this started i was reading that article and i almost sent it to you and i'm like oh this she probably think this is gonna be lame to so explain to the people
0: so it's the people guy, and he's like everywhere it's like this random pr blitz with this guy i don't even like know his name honestly because it's always like meet the billionaire who's he's 45 years this- old and he looks he, like he's 58 and he, no, he looks
2: horrible. He looks, yeah, horrible. he
0: looks horrible. He looks like he is jaundice, which he said is actually like on purpose. He's doing all <laughs> these like crazy things to stay young, like injecting his son's blood. Like yeah. it's all really strange and weird. And he's really scary and creepy. I feel like that's like who Kim is turning into.
2: I'm down for that because it was really entertaining reading this Daily Mail article. This guy's name, you guys, is Brian Johnson, 45, from California. He takes 111 pills a day. He doesn't eat past 11 a.m. He goes to bed at 8.30 p.m., and then he opened up about how his bizarre lifestyle makes it hard for him to find love. He forks over 2 million dollars a year in an attempt to extend his biological clock, and there's like this weird creepy photo of him and his son and his it's the so guy's dad. Good. They're all like shirtless and the guy looks I'm telling looks fucking horrible. He, he doesn't eat well. any meat. He
0: also, I saw a before picture. He looked like great before. Norm, he had yes, like hair. Now he like doesn't grow facial hair, probably from all of his like supplements. I don't know. He's he really- injects
2: himself with his son's plasma.
0: Yeah, that's what it. Is. That's so gross and scary. But like, can't you see Kim doing that?
2: I. That's the final frontier for her, of course. Like she wants to extend, extend the age,
0: and it's extend like, life she'll do whatever she can to like not eat, and like i don't know what she was doing this like mri thing for i'm just like thinking about in general for
2: money sophie
0: she she does look her age now because there's nothing she is starting to yeah there's literally nothing you can do about aging it just it happens you might as well embrace it because you're gonna look your age either way my opinion
2: um he continued, this is great. His struggle for love, He says in circumstances where I've tried to date, the first thing I do is give them a list of 10 things. Like here's all the things you're going to hate about me and all the things that are going to make me an impossible partner for you. It's a big deal. So he he immediately hits ladies with this. He says, getting a good night's rest is one of the most important steps. He needs to get a good night's rest. He has a perfect sleep pattern and also his big pet peeve. Is he doesn't do small talk. So he says, even with his son in the morning, they don't do "hi, good morning" that because it could throw this guy off his game so much. What? He he doesn't do that. It'll throw off his whole so rhythm if you haven't. Small- they
0: estimated. Haven't they estimated that he's going to live until like two hundred?
2: Oh, I'm sure they've told him that. Yeah. No,
0: I know, but that's like that's what like the estimate is. He's not actually going to, but like the estimate in all these articles. Yeah. And it's like, he could so, oh, is that him before? Well,
2: this is, this is him before and it looks sort of normal. This is him now. And he automatically looks like a serial killer. Like he
0: automatically, could you imagine? No, but it's like, what's stopping a piano from falling on you tomorrow? Like, why are you doing this? There's no guarantee that you're going to live longer from doing this. Like any, any single day.
2: And if it is something stupid, like a piano falling on him, his last thoughts are going to be like, oh my fucking God, I can't fucking believe I've spent my whole life taking yeah. jamming pills up my asshole and like shooting my son's plasma in my penis. Like this is insane. <laughs> I, I think that's so dumb. Like what is the point of living? If you don't have a life, who cares? Uh, I totally agree.
0: Eat? I totally agree. And I'm not, I, and I understand that some people like really embrace like the healthy, clean eating lifestyle, like we both yeah,
2: do. Yeah, like, of course you see
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you need both, you know, like when I'm different. like hung over and eating KFC, like all these listeners know I'm want to do sometimes <laughs> So, like that, but that's just how I live life. I'm like, if that's, and obviously, you know, there, you want to be healthy sometimes, but like, I'm not going to like make my life miserable just to live longer, potentially. Like I like junk food sometimes. And that's this- okay
2: this guy ain't going to no goo goo doll show. This guy would say that, no, I'm going to get to bed at eight 30. I'm not going to do that. Yeah.
0: Maybe. And I love the quote. It's like that Anthony Bourdain quote where it's like, eat the cheese, drink the wine, eat the pastry. Yeah. Life is You're short.
2: T- don't be a tourist. Learn to. Le- yeah. I, I, I well, love, yeah. It. I love it. Um, Okay, you guys also this week at Taylor Swift's final concert in LA, she announced what a lot of people had speculated that she has this stranglehold of the music industry. In uh the end of October, she's releasing the 1989 Taylor's version of all the re recording of the album 1989, plus five new tracks from The Vault. And I'm like, this this Taylor, like, I mean, she's truly incredible, but it's like, let other like, I mean, like, it it's like it's it's also it's she, like-
0: it's like let your fans rest for a second.
2: I mean, how much money does everybody have? How much money do we all have? Like, we I, I got to afford Beyonce, and I got to afford like how are people doing this? And then it's not just one album; she releases like six different colors of it. And I, I love fandom, but like it's expensive to be a Taylor Swift fan.
0: Oh, it's and they spend the money, and she knows they will spend the money. I'm like.
2: But I'm I don't kidding. see I see like with Kim, I always feel like that like pull for like money with Taylor. It doesn't seem like it's like outward greed, but at the same time, yeah, you're like why do you keep
0: art? She she's releasing art, and you can tell that she puts her heart and soul into her art. Whereas Kim Kardashian is just shilling garbage and insecurities, you know? Um,
2: yeah, completely. So you guys, that's something to look forward to. I I oh, she's God. just not My gonna family
0: is starving, Taylor. I can't. I've got.
2: I've got to feed my kids, Taylor. Please. Um, You don't watch Below Deck, do you?
0: No, but I saw. Oh my god, no. I saw. It and I listened to podcasts, but I, I was like so. Oh. And I think I need to start watching this season because I. Below to duck
2: watch. Down Under on Monday nights they air two episodes with Asia, who we loved, Captain Jason. But they had, and I will say, it made me proud of the crew of Asia. Like everybody handled this well. Was that one of the bosuns? Uh, the, this lady had like the one of the crew members went to bed and this guy got in her bed naked and then like try, and the crew was like dude stop you get out now and he tried to angrily slam the door on the crew and then this other nutcase this Laura who was one of the the stews on there stood up for this guy and she's a complete whack job as well go look at her social media like she's now like def- like oh it's tv it's this it's that it's oh, like i God, love it's always tv bad. after you did something horrible
0: it was so disturbing, honestly. Like, extremely. And I think that... Aisha, is that her name?
2: Uh, Aisha. Well, Aisha's the the chief stew that actually was right. there and was like, yo, like, let's... She was great. She right. snapped into it.
0: So Aisha and the captain, I guess. Captain Jason, yeah. Yes. Handled it really well. Like, they immediately got him, fired him, got him off the yacht and then they also ultimately did the same thing to the girl laura because the girl was going up
2: to the victim and going like i can't believe he's gone he didn't even get to say goodbye it's not fair it's not fair it was so ridiculous and i will say not just asia and captain jason but the actual below deck filming crew like the producers were in there they were like no you're out buddy like you're you're out so everybody and this was like guys this is great like this is what reality show needs to be if you're in dangerous situations the audience doesn't want to see something that frightening happen like it's so good that they do step in if it gets like that if they're you know
0: right which i appreciate but apparently there wasn't like a trigger warning or anything at the top of the episode which some people yeah the, it decided. was at the end yeah yeah um but yeah no it seems like they handled it really well for a reality TV show. And yeah, very, very disturbing. And now I'm like, I think I need to I want like the full background and everything. And yeah. now I want to watch. The- I think there's
2: only like six or seven episodes that have come out this season, but it really like spend some time, you guys it's on Peacock. It really is like uh, a very watchable show regardless of this. And then they showed the mid season trailer and this old, uh, cast member Joao comes back who was like, Oh, wa- he was a, so I'm scared to see the second half of the season, but it's a really good show. I highly recommend it. Um, I know Also, you don't dip into big brother, right?
0: No, I don't really. We had, dabble.
2: Well, the people and I'm very happy for the people that do because they really seem to love the show so much. But we had a contestant this week, Luke Valentine, removed from the show after using the N word on camera. He used the racial slur during a conversation with three other contestants on a live feed, uh, and he was immediately removed. It's like fuck around and find out. Like you're gonna just, like stop being a fucking idiot. Like like erase this language from your behavior. Like period.
0: What is with men named Luke?
2: It's not, the, it's not a good state? year for the Lukes man
0: yeah seriously damn. damn damn
2: um also did you uh watch the first two episodes of only murders in the building on
0: Hulu i I've, I've never watched that show no offense. Uh, is it really? is it like worth watching it's, it's really quirky it's good I love seeing I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, sure I like it and I like murdery stuff um well
2: the reason I brought that up is Selena Gomez, and I don't know how to say her name correctly. Francia Reza, who was the girl who was the friend that donated her kidney oh, yeah, to yeah. Selena Gomez. and then they allegedly had a falling out, but they were spotted at dinner the other night. So it seems like that friendship is potentially on the mend,
0: um, yeah, yeah. and the birth, yeah, the birthday posts and that too, so.
2: Yeah, so it's good. They're they're back together.
0: I know. I I like that for them. I mean, I don't, you know, know too much about their alleged feud that happened, but I know that there was like apparently beef there. They're, so good. Yeah, good.
2: Uh, and finally, uh, Sutton Strack from I'm uh, Sutton Strack. She throws subtle subtle shade at Erica Jane's w- weight loss, and Sutton says, "I've been through menopause. I've been, but well, I still don't look like that. But okay, I say, I say." So, Erica Jane, did you see Watch What Happens Live when Erica Jane said her new yeah. stunning appearance is because of menopause? Yeah. And,
0: like, okay. Okay. Sure. Sure.
2: And she also, Erica Jane announced, "I'm so confused." I had like a bunch of like alerts saying Erica Jane announces her Las Vegas residency, but didn't she announce her Las Vegas residency like three months ago?
0: Like, that's what she, I thought.
2: Like, there was like a whole party for it and stuff. And then I got like this push alert of Erica Jane announces Las Vegas residency. So, did people forget the first time? And then she had to remind people that she was announcing the Las Vegas residency?
0: Maybe. Was it like I'm, a CNN alert? What no,
2: that? it was a, see. It was like a Google. I, you know, to be honest, it was that fucking. It was that pod, that girls' podcast. The, uh, the friends in the office. Chicks in the office. Chick is that a podcast?
0: It's in chicks. the office.
2: The chicks. What?
0: Yeah, it's a podcast
2: yeah. with the two girls.
0: Yeah, chicks oh. in the office. Okay,
2: it was that they they had a, like an alert saying uh, she announces her Las Vegas residency.
0: Yeah, I thought she already did. Yeah, that's what I thought too.
2: My well, theory not, is that potentially.
0: Look at Chicks in the Office for your news. <laughs>
2: well, I was I looked at yours first. Couldn't see it there, so I went to Chicks in the Office. But I think my theory was that like potentially it's not selling well, so she had to reannounce the Las Vegas. Oh Christmas
0: yeah, probably. Christmas. And I'm sure she has the PR people being like, "Let's let's push it some more."
2: Yeah, nobody's going to know. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's all good. And also, congratulations to your favorite Dave Portnoy for taking back Barstool Sports. He now owns it from the company Penn he sold it to. He bought it back for $1. And uh, now Dave Portnoy is in full ownership once again of Barstool Sports. So God, congrats. I that.
0: And it also, I mean, I actually was just talking about this with, I don't remember who I was talking about it with, but um, how Barstool, like basically the private equity firm that bought them, was like, we thought we were getting this like huge audience with huge reach and potential. And then they found out that Barstool really doesn't have that much reach, which yeah. I think is satisfying for Barstool haters like myself. Like it apparently has like 0.1% of the reach that like say ESPN has.
2: Yeah, well, and that's a deal. ESPN was- hated Dave Portnoy. So the deals that Penn, the company put in place was causing friction between Barstool and also yeah. like online gambling and things like this. A lot of deals that they wanted to do, people would not work with Dave Portnoy. So it made it tough for Penn who like so that's why they gave it back to him for one dollar and they own like sixty percent of it, but full rights go to Dave Portnoy and he's just never gonna sell it, he says. So yeah. It's interesting from a business standpoint, but he does have a very specific type of audience with Barstool.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, yeah.
2: What else is going on so if we we've come to the end of another show unfortunately is there anything that you wanted to mention anything that you're excited about this week I don't know if Counting Crows are coming to your town that would be a good one oh after God. Goo Goo Dolls
0: counting crows at msg please i yeah. need that
2: <laughs> that's what. that's the energy we need for this band if google Goo dolls can do that energy counting crows can get that energy damn it i
0: know um not really you guys not really no Just... weddings
2: next weekend no, oh I no, actually
0: we... do have a wedding next weekend i have another wedding next weekend
2: are you going to lindsey hubbard and carl's
0: wedding no
2: Cause I know they've been having a lot of events that they're filming right now for of like engagement no. parties and all that shit. Yeah. No,
0: but I do think, I do think that their wedding is actually going to be like a pretty small destination wedding. So I'm like not offended.
2: Yeah. It's uh, me. We're going to Cabo. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> he just, let's hire, let's look at like a seven foot schooner and just get out to like find a way to sail across. Like, this will be our like Titanic submersible to get to Carl and Lindsay's wedding in Cabo.
0: Oh my God. We'll be we like the paparazzi uh, in the trees. Yeah.
2: Lindsay, are you good with Danielle? Are you hey, Kyle. By the way, I. T- I, amanda like amanda batula she posted a photo of kyle's um uh kyle's mullet that keeps growing and i was like wow and i commented i was like wow he's just really gonna let that thing keep growing and like the dms and i love when people see it and they don't heart it or they don't call they really it they, they're all. just like so i just always like i just always picture it like because it's like the insecure of like just picturing like I'm not going to even like this. I'm not going to even do it. Like, but in reality, you're probably just like you know, just flipping through it. That's another reason
0: why I'm so bad at DMs. You guys, because I always feel like I need, I can't just leave someone unseen. I'm like, I need to respond. I need to heart it. I need to be per- mentally prepared to answer this person. So sometimes I'll just like put it off.
2: Yeah, because people will write me these beautiful long pages of like, like something they heard in the show or something that they're dealing with and with you, their family. And you want to
0: be able oh. to like respond really? the response it deserves yes
2: exactly and then sometimes you're you can't go back to like you it's hard for you to go back to a space because you know you'll get sad response like it's really interesting that because you and and i i'm so bad at it but people write the most like a lot of people write such beautiful things of course there's the people that are like you like there's this one guy that writes every time i post anything about bethany he, in my dms like i found this it was like in my spam folder and every time i post a story about bethany he always says he's like you wish you were her. It's always like the same, like you wish you were her. And I'm like, I always kind of, it.
0: Burner.
2: I always get a chuckle out of it. Cause I'm like, you can say a lot of things, but like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't necessarily think that's even like, I don't think I really want to be Bethany, but I always get a chuckle out of this guy. Cause then I was like, wait, he follows me. Like, why would you follow me if you keep, but maybe that's his joy for me to post things and him to write that. So maybe that gets, yeah, I know. yeah. Thinking, I, I love
0: when people that hate me, follow me. I'm just like, why
2: yeah it's like it really is weirdly psychological because like i don't i don't follow people that i hate i don't either
0: me neither i don't follow people that i'm like fuck you or whatever it is yeah it's really it's really well we're we're
2: a good society you guys let's all go follow cristiano ronaldo and have a great week you can follow sophie on her new her ex account which is back Oh, yeah, Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg are potentially not fighting now at the Roman Coliseum. And she's on threads. She's on Instagram, the whole kit and caboodle. So go follow. We love her. And uh, cool. we'll talk to you next time, you guys.
0: Love ya, Bye.
1: Betches.